Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Poppy and Holman Sports Lab. I am Poppy. And I am Holman. On this podcast, we'll be discussing sports and whatever else just comes to mind. Thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate y'all being here, and we hope you're ready to have a good time with us. Let's get it. What's up, Holman? What's going on, big dog? How we feeling today? Not too bad. How you doing? Nah, I'm doing pretty good. I got this C4 rolling through my body here. I need a little bit strong, something stronger than a Red Bull today. Yeah, there you go, man. I mean that those things don't really do it for me anymore. Just because, no. like, I drink like I might drink two a day. Yeah, your caffeine intake's a little questionable some days. And by some days, I mean the days that you work. Yeah, like Sunday through Thursday. Days that end in Y. <laughs> yeah, that might be accurate. Just yeah, just about every day I drink an I drink an unquestionable a questionable amount of uh caffeine. Yeah, honestly. I had a I had a cup of coffee at like six thirty this morning. It's six o'clock now, so it's been damn near twelve hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know I'm I'm finishing up the C four here. I did go with a damn good flavor. I went with the pink Starburst C four. Can't beat that, man. I uh I I debated between this and the red. Which I believe is cherry. The pink is strawberry. I know that. The pink. So, so we talked about this earlier. My, my, the flavor that I prefer with Starburst is the cherry, the red one. But with the C4, the strawberry is much better. So I, I couldn't tell you if the actual like candy. Um, I couldn't tell you if the red or the pink was number one. They're one and two. I don't know if I could give you an order on which one's one, which one's two. But uh, this this pink uh, Starburst. C4 is banging. choice. It's, it's banging. Choice. Yeah, it's good. it's good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's 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 it. Ow! What did you just do? My like my like my watch, <laughs> my finger got caught on my watch and it like snapped down on my wrist because it's like an elastic band. Oh, uh, so it just went what bam! <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that was actually like a like it was like a genuine like uh, ouch there. Oh like, yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't just like I wasn't just like saying "ouch" for my own amusement. No, that like genuinely hurt. It was like you like hit your hand on something and it didn't hurt, but you like hit it and you're like "ouch." You're like, and then you think for a second, you're like, "That didn't hurt." It was a little bit more genuine than that. Yeah, no, no, no. no I'm saying that was more genuine. Mm. Um, I can't tell you how many times it's happened to me, where I I hit my hand on something or I hit something on something and I'm like, "ow." What, hey, what's going on? Hey, you win some, you lose some. That's just how it happens. <sighs> All right, cool. <laughs> Speaking of uh, speaking of rappers, Drake dropped a new album today. I know, I know, we're we're more on the sports side of things, but you and I both enjoy music. Yep. I told you I haven't really dove into the album too much. I'm on. I finished the fifth track, mm. and I'm wildly, wildly unimpressed. See, you've been unimpressed with Drake's last two. Then at that, then at that point, because you like, I was very, very high on Certified Lover Boy. It was okay. It's grown on me a little bit, but it's still not my favorite. Yeah, I, mm, I don't know what my favorite Drake album is. So for me, it's 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 tough. Um, it's a toss up between two. I can't remember the name of the first one, so I have to dive into my Apple Music and pull it up real quick. Is it Marvin's Room and If You're Reading This, It's Too Late? Not If You're Reading This. Um, My two favorites are... More Life, maybe? Not More Life. Hell no. Hmm. I thought More Life... Nothing Was the Same? That's it. Nothing Was the Same and um, Take Care. Oh, God. 
Get the shit out of the door. Not Marvin's room. Take care. Take care. Okay. I, I just thought of Marvin's room. Yeah, those are those are my two favorite ones by Drake. Scorpion's pretty good too. Yeah. Um, I like how he did like a track, like a like a side A, side B type of deal. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, but like, like both of them, both of them are pretty fire. If 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 you ask me, in my opinion, Scorpion's up there too. Scorpion has a lot of really good t- songs, mm-hmm. man. Um, nonstop's really good. Obviously, God's playing super up, uh, super up there. Um, eight out of ten. Mob ties. Sandra's Rose. One. Um. Uh, Darkland demo tapes. That's something that's really really slept on too. Yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm a big fan of. I was a big fan of that when that when that dropped. I haven't listened to it in a little while, but it's um, it's that 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 is good. I do like that one a lot. While Sarah and I were sitting uh on the beach in Myrtle Beach, um, how was that? We never talked about that. We did never talk. We you know you're right. Um, all I could say is Cowboy spoiled us with uh down down in Charleston, South Carolina, at Sullivan's Island, um, and he said even Isle of Palms is very very nice, but we never got to um to see there, but. Mm. We'll obviously go down and visit again when we can go see it. But sure. Myrtle Beach was, it was nice. It was relaxing. Um, I will say that where the shore stop or uh, the shore, Christ, um, where the tide stops mm. on the on the beach until you get out, it like you you probably have to go out pretty far nothing but broken shells yeah like dude walking out there i mean like we're like we're taking steps it's like ow 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 um and the waves were actually just like super insane um i know i know we got taken out by a wave um we saw other people get taken out by waves the lifeguards weren't letting people go out far at all like nobody was allowed to use buggy boards um so i mean if, if i had to rate the trip obviously it was a lot of fun being with sarah oh sure um we had a lot of fun. Uh, it was just super relaxing. Like uh, we just sat on on the balcony, and uh, we actually had some some feral cats. Yeah, like right right outside in between um, our building and the building, I guess next door. Mm. There was a little area in between, um, with like a public parking lot in the middle and uh, like a public walkway to the beach. So it was like some decking and everything there. Dude, there was like seven feral cats that lived there. Honestly, it was kind of cool. This like old couple comes by, feeds them, Dang. gives them fresh water. And, dude, and they just they just roam around, like they just kind of roam around and, and chill. And they would go up to some people and get some attention and run away from others. Just be chilling. Yeah, they were vibing. Dang, that's what's up, man. But while we were sitting on the beach, um, I, we actually played nothing was the same. I just sat there and listened to nothing was the same. There you go, man. dude. Nothing, no, nothing was the same was so far. Ah, it's such a good album. See, like, I can't listen to rap music when I sit on the beach. I can. Well, like, like, don't get me wrong. I can. Like, it's like it's it's not. It's nice to mix it up. Yeah. But dude, it's something about the beach. Like when I like like the good old boy in me comes out whenever I go to the beach. Yeah, vacation poppy. Um, definitely, definitely diversifies himself. Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I grew up and I always said I hated country music. It's growing on me a little bit. I, I'm kind of I'm diversifying myself as well. Um. But it's got to be, like, I got to be, I guess, in the mood for it. And it's got to be the place for it. Yeah, see, like, like, like with country music for me, like, it can't be, you know, like, like, I don't want to listen to Whiskey Lullaby. Don't want to hear it. No. Like, that's, that's, that's too damn sad for me. 
like something a little bit more upbeat. The slowest I'll go is uh, Cheryl Crow and Kid Rock. See, and you have to listen to that because of Kid Rock. You have to. That, that might be the slowest I'll go. Kid Rock is an all-American badass. He fucking is. That's what I'm going to name my son. Kid Rock? First name Kid, middle name Rock. Kid Rock SB. Interesting. Get ready. NFL draft. You're going to hear the name. First round. KRE. That sounds American. Yes, I don't it. know why, but yeah. it does. Yes, it does. The initials KRE. Sounds. Doesn't it? Hmm. But yeah, like, like, on, like on the beach, like, I mean, when, I mean, when you and I were down there, dude, it was Zach Brown Band. It was Morgan Wallen. Yep. I mean, we listened to fucking Lionel Richie. Dude, I'm not gonna lie to you. I've been I've I've been diversifying a lot with my music selection lately, a lot. It's not a bad thing. So, take today take today for example. I was at the gym for the first time since Memorial Day today. Proud of you for getting back in there. Appreciate that. It felt it felt really really good. Like I was doing in I was doing incline chest press. Mm-hmm. Dumbbell like, dumbbell chest press. Exactly incline dumbbell chest press. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm gonna try and pick up where I left off. Tried to warm up with 40-pound dumbbells. Something that's a little, like, it was a slight challenge to me, but I was doing it well enough with good enough form that I was still getting, like, good range of motion, and I was still feeling it at the same time. Dude, it was like pushing through butter. It's insane what, like, like, honestly, for those of you that go to the gym, and I, uh, this was coming from a guy I used to work out, like, five times a week, um... I, and I, I still try to get my work schedule didn't allow for me to be as consistent in the gym. Sure. But I'm getting back into it. It will now, now that you have a little bit more of a consistent schedule. Yeah, a little bit more consistent schedule. Um, and no more 13 and a half hour days yeah. where I'm out of the house for like 16 hours a day. Yeah, man. Makes it tough to get to the gym. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. That's, that was twice a week. Um, take a week. I know it sounds weird. Take a week I off. T- I took two. A week or two off goes a long, 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 long way because it gives your muscles a, a, the appropriate amount of time to mm-hmm. actually recover, um, and they fully recover and and build back strong. So then, in your situation where you know you you took two weeks off and you were you where were I moving th- way I th- I think easier I'm... than when you left. Right. Right. Exactly. It goes a long way. Now I'm not saying you got to work out for a week and take a week off. Get on your grind, but you'll you'll eventually start to burn out. That's the point that I was, because I mean, there was a while there, dude. I was dude six days a week. Yeah, I was doing six days a week. I think I want to say like six weeks straight until we like up until we left for the beach. Yeah, and you'll burn yourself out. And I did. And that's when you take that little hiatus. You take a little week or two, mm-hmm. and you come back and you're like, and you're good. Whoa. Yeah. You're like you're moving weight that was difficult for you before. Mm. Like you're moving it, you got more reps now. It's easier for you. It's smoother for you. Whatever it may be. Yeah. You your muscles have fully repaired themselves and mm-hmm. it's you find it easier. So, um for anybody feeling a little burnt out at the gym, take a week. I'm telling you, take a week. Look at this. We're hitting on every single avenue this week. Dude, music, little, fitness, sports. Still, still even talked about sports yet. Oh, but the but the diversification that I was going through. Yeah. Listen to a little bit of Dreamville, a little bit of Jeezy. Um, I listened to something else too. I forget what it was. There was like there was one more that I listened to that I wanted to mention. Um, I just can't remember what it is. Guns N' Roses. Ooh, there you go. 
I would do that when I was when when I when I had those um when I had to I I eventually worked my way up to worked my way up to fifties doing the doing doing the inclined dumbbell chest press. Mm. When I was when I was when I was doing those fifties, dude, walking to the jungle full blast. Oh, that's a banger, dude. Full blast, and also that that uh, that, that 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 song I put you onto on off that unreleased Donda two. Yeah, um, dude, cranked out. Yeah, one. that's that's an absolute slapper. Uh, two dudes. Um, that I've I've been uh, a little bit diversifying. I, I can't even really say diversify. Uh, Anderson Pock. I've been diving into him a little bit more heavy. Um, love me some Anderson Pock. Like I said, I saw him live when he um he opened for J Cole in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a hell of an artist. He's talented. He's yeah, very talented. He's he's a hell of an artist. And then uh, I've been on this a little bit. Um, as of recently, uh, I I think I'm diving into it heavier now. Moneybag Yo. I He's got I, the same flow in like almost every song, kind of like Logic does. But golly, does it smack, dude! I've been on Moneybag for a minute. I don't know if I could put "golly" and "Moneybag" in the same sentence, but I'm doing it. <laughs> I've been, I've been, um, I've been on Moneybag Yo for mm. a, for a minute. You and I sat here and listened to like a good like four or five of his songs mm-hmm. before we even started recording. Yep, I've been, I've been on him for a minute, man. It's the, like it's the it's the monotone. Like, like, like he like doesn't raise his voice, doesn't lower his voice. It's the same. It's the same tone the entire time. He's not going through a range of emotions like Meek Mill is. No, exactly. But, but the his flow is just stupid. It's smooth. Uh, he's 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 good, man. It's on beat. It's off beat. It's but it work when it's off beat. It works with it. I don't know how it it's it's different, but it works. I've been on a big Future kick lately too. You are a huge Future fan. I love, dude. I love me some Future. See, you say future, I say two chains. Well, we're not going to get into that because that, yeah, that, that's, that's that, a half hour. That conversation would just end up pissing me off. <laughs> I know you get real worked up about it. I love it. Plus, I so I have I have I have, I have somewhere to somewhere to be tonight. You do have somewhere to be. You're absolutely right. So, uh, let's dive into uh, the sports half. We we touched on the music, we touched on the fitness. Let's get into the sports. Get into it. Last night, uh, the NBA Finals uh, Game Six took place in Boston. Um, it's over. Yep. Golden State uh, is uh, your NBA Finals champion. Um, they're officially the best team in the league. Um, little little round of applause. Yeah, I don't remember which one it is. I think it's this one. I could be wrong. I was. Yeah, I was wrong. Maybe this one. A little bit of a round of, applause, round of applause to Golden State Warriors. We really should get a round of applause button. Yeah. We More should probably label those buttons, too. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it, it's okay. That's They're color-coded, and I couldn't tell you why. I don't remember the colors. When you, hit the, when you hit them, they light up a color. That's neither here nor there. Neither here so, nor there. So it's all okay. But yeah, game six was last night. I can honestly say this might be the first time that I have not watched a single second of the NBA Finals in maybe five years. I cannot say the same. I did watch some of uh, some of these games, and my I did watch a little bit last night. My schedule doesn't allow me to, though. That's fair. Yeah, you're uh, you're heading to sheets at ten thirty at night, going to grab some food, and then no, I don't go there anymore. It's too far out of my way. Nah, that's fair. Um, I just swing to Royal Farms, get an energy drink, and go to work. There you go. That's not, that's not too hateful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I watched it a little bit last night. Um, you know, I watched. Uh, Watch Golden State absolutely shellack um, Boston early in the game um, last night. Boston battled back a little bit, was down by five at the end of one. Um, and then I watched Golden State take, um, 
outscore Boston by 10 points in quarter number two. Uh, had a 15-point lead at half. Now, granted, um, in quarter number three, Boston came out hot, started playing good. Um, battled back, brought it within 10, and then uh, ended up losing by 13. So the final score was 103-90. to um, I saw this was the first NBA Finals ever where every single game has been decided by double-digit points. Did not realize that. Interesting. Little little, uh, little fun fact for you there. I'll be honest with you. Um, Golden State looked like a team that had been there before, <laughs> and Boston looked lost with their tail tucked between their legs. Yeah, I mean, I mean that 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 was a narrative heading into it as well. Golden State was his team. I mean, I mean, top to, top to bottom. I mean, maybe not top to bottom, but I mean, you know what the hell I'm trying to say. Of the people that touch the court, they're older. They're just older. Jordan Poole was the youngest on the team. I mean, not not even that, but Golden State, Golden State, as majority of their core has been there before. Yeah, they've been there. They've done it. They've won it all before. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then on the flip side, to Boston, everybody on that roster has played six games in the finals total. That was also they just played in Game Six last night of of their finals career. So yeah. Boston played really, really good throughout throughout the playoffs, and def- and defensively, you know, they played very, very well. I mean, the fact that you're not allowing Golden State to score more than twenty seven and a quarter is pretty impressive, in all honesty. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they hold Golden State, which is maybe the best offense in the in the NBA. They held them to one hundred and three points, which is absolutely no no easy task. Yeah, I mean, on the on on the whole, last night, I mean, Golden State shot forty one percent, and Boston shot forty two. Yeah. So I mean, now, now where the difference comes in is that they made nineteen threes and Boston only made eleven, um, but th- that was that was really that was really the um, the big difference there. But you know, both um, I mean, Boston Boston's a very very good defensive team. The only unfortunate thing is that they didn't have anybody step up the way Golden State did. Cause, yeah, because of, of course of course Steph Curry, Steph Curry, hats off to him. A big knock on him is he's never won Finals MVP. Well, now he has. Yep. Excuse me. I mean, heading into the series, you could you already could have said that Steph Curry arguably is the best point guard of all time. I don't think he is. I think it's still magic. I think it's still magic. Um, but by far, I think Steph Curry is now the, is is the second best point guard of all time at this at this point now in his career. I mean, he's he's just done so much. I mean, I mean, he's the best he's the best shooter of all time. He's he's one of the most decorated players of all time. I mean, dude, unanimous MVP, two time MVP. Yeah. Four-time champion, won a fi- scoring title, scoring title, Finals MVP, all-time, all-time three-point leader, top five free throw percentage, free throw percentage for his career. I mean, he's he check he checks every box. The he's, only knock on him was he didn't have the Finals MVP, which you can't you can't say that anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. one of four players, I think, that has um, Finals MVP, Finals uh, or champ- championship. Uh, MVP and scoring title. Hmm. I don't know that exactly. I think he's one of three or four. MJ's one of them. LeBron's one of them. LeBron's never won a scoring title. Yes, he has. No, he hasn't. I think he has. LeBron has not won a scoring title. I believe he has. He had two good shots at it. This year was one of them, and the one he scored like thirty-one or thirty-two, and but it was because Kobe sco- averaged thirty-six. NBA scoring champion, two thousand eight. Was he really? Yes. I could have sworn he's never won one. Why would I lie about that? I don't know. Why would you? 
30. Even 30 a game. Really? In 08, yep. That won it? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Why do they always say he hasn't won it? He has. I swear to God, they always they never give him the credit on him winning a scoring title. That's neither here nor there. I, okay, I'll give you that. Sports media just hates LeBron. Yeah. That is neither here nor there. But, um, well, LeBron has, KD has, Curry has, finals MVP, MVP, champion, scoring title. Yes? Yeah. Larry Bird, MJ, Kobe, Shaq, LeBron. Maybe there was one other one. Or, like, there was one other, like, stipulation, too. I don't remember what it was. I know. I've seen it all get up. Yeah, because the, 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 the more I go into it, I could, pro- I could probably pick out more players, too. Will. Kareem. Kareem. Yeah. Hmm. I forget what it, what it was. You're then. probably you're probably missing a stipulation there, but yeah. but but still, regardless, all those names that were mentioned, there's there's some of the greatest players of all time. Yeah, yeah. After this season, would you include Steph Curry as one of your ten best players of all time? Hmm. Because I mean, from the center position alone, you have at least five. I'd actually have to sit down and talk about that. Because that would have been that would have been something something cool for us to go ahead and discuss tonight. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we don't have time. Uh, we got time. We got time. Come on, we can, okay. we, can ju- we can jump into it real quick. We can we can we can skip something else along the way. Are we going into any particular order? Or are we just naming ten? No, not necessarily. We can okay. ju- we can just we can just go ahead and name ten. Just see and just see where it takes us. Kareem for sure. Yeah. LeBron for sure. Uh huh. Jordan for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Magic for sure. Sha- Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal for sure. That's five. Wilt. Wilt five. So that's six. Six. You're right. <laughs> Math. <laughs> He said, "He says that's five holding up one hand and a thumb. Exactly, <laughs> math is hard." Um, Kobe, Kobe seven, Larry Bird, Larry Bird's eight, Bill Russell, Jerry West, Hakeem, Hakeem. Let's say Hakeem, Kevin Durant. So no. Okay. Because there's still Jerry West in there. Granted, I don't, you know, he was, yeah, he couldn't, he couldn't really, he eventually did get the ring, but he fucking, right, got the shit kicked out of him in the process. Right. Oh, bitch. I guess that Bill Russell's up there. He won 11 rings as a player. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's tough. Yeah. Um. Let me see. Okay, so let me let me put it like this though. There's uh, let's say we have two Mount Rushmores. Hmm. Is he going on number two? Curry. Yeah. Like Mount Rushmore number one. LeBron, Jordan, probably Magic and Kareem. I'd say that's probably. I'd say that's probably Mount Rushmore number one. I don't know about Kareem. No. Who are you swapping out for Kareem? Would you agree with the other three? Yeah. Magic Jordan and LeBron are on Owen Rushmore number one. Maybe Larry Bird. Okay. On, on number one. Okay. So we agree on three. We disagree on the one there. Rushmore number two. Kareem, Shaq, Will. That's crazy. Four centers. <laughs> three centers. 
No, he doesn't make it on Rush, Rushmore number three either. Or two. He doesn't make it on two. Okay, I'm just curious. He might not even make it on to number three. I heard Colin Cowherd talking about it, and he put Steph Curry on, on Rushmore number two. Well, you know, it's just because just we're talking about it. You know, he checks all of the boxes now, you know? It's, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. He definitely does. Um, but then again, I mean, there are other players who definitely check all the boxes too. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's tough to leave Curry out. It is. As much as I... As much as I hate him, but I hate him because he's good, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's tough to leave him out. It's like the Tom Brady effect. I can appreciate what he does, but I really do. I really dislike him. I just hate him because he's good. Because of the Tom Brady effect. Yes, 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 yes. Like I, like, like I would love Tom Brady if he played for the Ravens, but I hate him because he doesn't. Yeah, I hated him because he played for the Patriots. I hated the Patriots because Tom Brady played for them. Right. I mean, Patriots are. Oh, oh, damn. We, uh, we, we did forget something. What's Schedule that? predictions. We didn't set up for them. Mother effer. Well, that's... You gotta push that off now. Oh, man. We're, 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 we're already too deep into the topic. We're, we're already way off topic from the fucking finals to begin with. Uh, anyway, so um, we'll, <laughs> we'll dial it back into the two stars. Um, Curry won finals MVP, rightfully so. He, had, uh, he definitely had the best series of anybody. Um, I have his uh, statistics here. Um, I don't have the spreadsheet prepared anyway. I I I have I have to redo the whole fucking thing. So it it'd be I I forgot all about that next week. God bless. Um Steph Curry averaged 31 next, points. Next week we'll double down. We'll, we'll double do, down. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll do we'll do we'll do four. Uh Steph Curry averaged 31.2 points a game. 5 assists and 6 rebounds. That's a hell of a series. 31 31 6 and 5. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, the only other person who I think you could have made a, made an argument for if he didn't dominate the way that he did uh, to win Finals MVP was probably going to be Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, and Andrew Wiggins, had he had a really good series, especially because he was, like, he was realistically, like, the third option mm-hmm. offensively for them. Like, Clay Thompson was supposed to be number two. Uh, Andrew Wiggins averaged 18.3 points, um, 8.8 rebounds, and uh, two assists. So mm-hmm. he was averaging 18.9 and two, which... From your number three option, you'll take that. Yeah, no, ab- absolutely. Um, I mean, Andrew Wiggins has already has always been a very very talented player. The only bad thing about with with Andrew Wiggins is he was he was dubbed the next LeBron James. His expectations were so high. Yeah, I mean, a- Andrew Wiggins is a very very serviceable player in the NBA. You can make him your number two option on a team, and you're going to be good to go. I unfortunately think that he just never really got a chance when Cleveland shipped him off. Um, if you for if, Kevin Love, if, if you played him with LeBron James, he'd be light years ahead of where he is now. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. He'd be light years. He'd be light years ahead of where he is now. Yeah, I mean the, the mentor and the the mentor role and the leadership role that LeBron would have, you know, he would have taken him under his wing instead of Kyrie. Exactly. Um, and I think it would have translated better. Um. Phew. Andrew Wiggins would be a force. Yeah, he yeah. would be a force. I mean, I mean, dude, Andrew Wiggins is still one of those guys who he he could put, he he could give you fifty. He's talented enough offensively. Yeah, you could go put him under LeBron now, and LeBron could still teach him a ton of stuff and give him two years. He's going to be the MVP of the league. He's I got would, the he's got the skill I, set. I wouldn't go that far. He's got the skill set. It's there. Well, that's all good and fine. But then again, Kwame Brown had the skill set to be off to be an MVP as well. Yeah, well, Kwame Brown was a bust. Andrew Wiggins isn't. But Kwame played with Kobe. Shouldn't that count for something? No. Okay. Because he was a bust. Okay. He sucked. Fair. 
And then on the other side of uh of the uh the stack column there, uh dude, where the fuck was Jason Tatum? You know, I mean that that was that was something that I discussed with somebody at work all all I mean the entire time the finals were going on. Um, you know, that that was really one thing that Boston was missing the entire time. They were missing that one game where Jason Tatum just, you know, takes over mm-hmm. and establishes himself as the dominant player on the team. And like you said, unfortunately, it never happened. Never showed up. His yeah. plus minus was actually minus three and a half uh, for the entire series. You know, it's... it's. I, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 could, I can make up excuses for Jason Tatum all day long. I, re- I, I really can't. I'm a very, very big advocate about it. I mean, I've talked about him, I think, fucking 12 months straight now at this point. <laughs> for a year straight. <laughs> I've talked about him for a, year, for a year straight. But, I mean, my, my big knock is, as a collective, you shoot 12 free throws. Granted, Golden State only shot eight. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, between Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Marcus Smart, who I would say are the three best players. That's their, yeah, that's their one, two, and three right there. Um, went a combined five for six. Jason Tatum shot no free throws. Marcus Smart shot no free throws. And uh, Jalen Brown shot six. Shot all six yeah. out, of the, out of the three of them. I mean, big thing about Jason Tatum is if you're, if you're going to be that dominant force in the league, which he is, which he don't let, don't let this finals this yeah we're not sitting here calling him a bomb right don't let, don't let this the way he performed in the finals don't let that confuse you because LeBron sucked his first finals granted so did the rest of his team but Kevin Durant didn't show up in the finals Russell Westbrook didn't show up in the finals Allen Iverson only had one good game in the finals Kobe fucking shot himself almost out of the fucking lineup in his first finals he almost cheddar bobbed himself he he got sh- he got saved by Shaq so. I mean, all the all these players they've they have shot their they they have played their way into being remembered negatively in the NBA Finals. Don't let this don't let this confuse you about what Jason Tatum can actually do. But he needs to be a little bit more aggressive with the ball. Yeah, he shot the second most shots on the team. I don't have a problem with Jason with Jalen Brown taking the majority of the shots because he's just because he's a very very talented player offensively as well. Well, he was also making them. Very very true, but. You know, you if you if you're this great player, get to the line a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Draw some fouls. Jason Tatum's a big body. He's like six. I think he's like six seven, six eight, something like that. So I mean, he's he's not like a slouch or anything like that. I've seen him take licks before and yeah. and still finish through contact. Then he gets up and he makes his free throw and he keeps on going. Um, would any of that actually have made a difference? Highly doubt it. But he needs to show more of a dog in him. The next time that they that he goes out and plays, like there's no reason why in in an, in a elimination game only one player on your team scores over twenty. There, there's no reason why you're the star of the team. You're at home in an elimination game. You score thirteen points total, <laughs> bro. He scored two in the second half. That's yeah. it. Two in the second half. That's pitiful. And see, you know the thing is, Jason Tatum's not one of those players who are scared of the moment either. He was petrified last night. I, I actually watched some of the game. 
dude was petrified. I mean, granted, the whole energy of the team, like, the Golden State went on a run early and just absolutely, like, just beat the brakes off of him and, like, beat the energy out of him. And Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown actually yelled at the dudes on the bench and said, pick it up, knock it off. We're not done yet. Yeah. Like, Jalen Brown, that's Jason Tatum's job. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, I, I like, I'm not, like, like I said, we're not calling Jason Tatum a bum by any means. But, bro, there's no excuses for you to be playing that bad. I mean, he averaged, he was averaging 40 minutes a game. Okay? That's a lot. I'll give you that. But Jalen Brown was averaging 39. Yeah. So, like, it's not, it's not like you're playing a ton more minutes that's making you tire, more tired than everybody else. I mean, field goal percentage. Jason Tatum shot 37% from the floor. That's terrible. Granted, he did shoot 46% from three. That's not bad. Free throw percentage, 66%. That's pitiful. Yeah. You're the star. You are the, you are the guy. Granted, he averaged 22 points, 7 assists, and 7 rebounds. But he was also averaging 4 turnovers a game, too. So just to kind of compare it, LeBron in his first finals averaged 22 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists, and 6 turnovers a game. Damn near the same same stat line. Yeah. LeBron is he- heavily and arguably regarded as the best player of all time, if not number two. Like he's a top two player of all time. He's top two, not two. I agree with you. But not everybody does. He's he's right. either one or he's two. And and I'd say probably ninety eight percent of the world's eyes. Yeah. He's one or two. Like Jason Datum. Is I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't think he's gonna win a ring with Boston. Because I, I don't think Boston. I think I think he's gonna end up, unfortunately, in a similar kind of thing as like LeBron. Kind of LeBron had to carry some pretty shit teams to the finals and to the playoffs. The, the the Celtics aren't a shit team. I was gonna say if 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 it was six or seven, LeBron was on this team. They would have swept the fucking Warriors. Yeah, they'd have beat the brakes off of them. Uh, <laughs> they would have. They would have swept the Warriors. Um. So yeah, I mean, it, like I'm not saying that, but I'm saying in the fact that like I don't think Boston's gonna give Jason Tatum the pieces to win a championship. They're giving him good and decent pieces. They're gonna be a solid team, but I don't know if they're gonna give him the pieces to put him over the edge. If Danny Ainge was still there, I think he would have. But since he stepped down and Brad Stevens stepped in. I mean, the Celtics are going to be a very, very good team for a very, very long time. Maybe I don't know. They, I'm not saying they're going to blow this thing up this year, but Mm-mm. I think in the coming future you're going to see a, a revamped Boston Celtics team. Mm-mm. I couldn't tell you what it looks like, but I think you'll see it. I couldn't tell you either. And one one thing that I think Boston really needs to do in the off season, and I mean, take the Warriors for for as an example. I mean, I mean they're just a. I mean, you can you can look at this look at the stats right now, and and you can you can probably already tell where I'm going to go. They need more consistency from the bench. Oh yeah, they need a whole lot more consistency from the bench. The Warriors played a total of nine players last night. Outside of their starting lineup, they played Iguodala, Kevon Looney, Gary Payton the second, and Jordan Poole. Okay, Andre Iguodala only stepped foot on the court for a minute. That was at trash time at the end of the game. The Celtics alone had eight players come off the bench. Granted, they had five play one minute for, gar- for garbage time. But the players that actually gave them, cons- gave them a lot of, or gave them minutes off the bench, 
Um, Grant Williams, Grant Derek Williams, White, Derek and Peyton Pritchard. Yes. Grant Williams and Derek White both played 16 minutes off the bench, and Peyton Pritchard played eight. Um, in their time on the floor, Grant Williams plus minus was minus 18. Peyton Pritchard was minus 20, and Derek White was minus 26. So, I mean, you have to have more consistency coming in off the bench. Dude, yeah. combined, those three guys who played the most minutes off the bench scored five points. Yep. Pitiful. Five points. Pitiful. Derek White went one for six. Grant Williams went one for two. Peyton Pritchard went over two. You, like, like you, you, you need more consistency off the bench. Yeah, let's see. You got five points, one, two, three rebounds, and four assists. Dude, like, in the modern NBA, there's no reason why you should be held to 90 points. There's no reason. There's not a shot in the world. I mean, Jalen Brown gave him 34. You, But again, it's you need that consistency off the bench. Yep. I mean, on the flip side, if you look at... so. Iguodala played one minute. He didn't even record a statistic outside of that minute. But Looney, he played 22 points. He didn't score, but he had seven rebounds total. Ziggy, just going fucking nuts. Yeah, dude, he's in a mood today. That's doing a little bit, a little bit of difference. But Kevon, Kevon Looney off the bench, he had seven rebounds, one assist. He had one turnover, and he had four fouls. But outside, of, but with those rebounds, six of them were all offensive rebounds. So because of Kevon Looney, they had an extra six possessions. Yep. So 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 good. On, I mean, good on them. Gary Payton, who played twenty, who played twenty minutes off the bench, was the second most. He he had six points, three boards, two assists, three steals. One block. He actually had the highest plus minus in the game. Highest plus minus in the game. He had five fouls, so he was a very, very so he's very, very aggressive, but that is his style of play. Yeah. Jordan Poole, he scored fifteen off the bench. You'll take that. Any any day of the week. You'll take fifteen out of your six, man. Absolutely. And then a a, a player they use off the bench, um, in in, the, in this regard, they ended up starting him. Otto Porter, he played thirteen points, had six points, one board. Like two for two for three shooting, he made two threes. Take it. You'll take it. You'll take it, man. You just like out outside outside of your heavy hitters. You can, I mean, you can't rely on those heavy hitters to win you games every single night. No, I mean one game one game in the playoffs. Grant Williams made what what was it seven or eight threes, something like that. Yeah, and he and he and he carried them to the win. Game mm-hmm. game one, Al Horford he made seven threes himself. Yeah, himself a day. So you you just need more consistency from the, from the rest of your players. You can't rely on Jason Tatum to win you to win you every game. Yeah, LeBron didn't score every single point. LeBron scored every single point when he was playing the Spurs in the finals his first time. Mm-hmm. And guess what? He got four of swept. Yep. We'll see. Uh, <coughs> was that his uh, first year? No. Was that wasn't his first year in uh, what Miami? Was it? No. Oh God, no. No, he's still in Cleveland at this point. Uh, da, 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 da. oh yeah, okay. So yeah, I mean, twenty-two points a game. Yeah. Boston, Boston's gonna be fine. They're not gonna do anything this offseason that's gonna be very, very drastic. For the most part, their starting lineup's gonna remain the same. The only player that they might move on from is gonna be Al Horford, just because of his age, and they might bring in somebody new. Um. But outside of that, you're gonna see him beef up the bench. Just they, as they, they have they, to. They, man. Oh, they need to. They have to. I mean, I was bitching about it earlier today. 
the Wizards have Rui Hachimura, Corey Kispert, Denny Abdia, and Kyle Kuzma. You jokingly said, oh, yeah, they can play all four of them at the same time. But, dude, if you think about it, two of those guys are coming in off the bench. Yep. Not saying that they would be a huge difference maker, but if you give those two guys, maybe not Kispert, but any of those other three guys, if you give them, if you give, if you give them one off the bench for the Boston Celtics, that's an improvement. Mm-hmm. I agree. Just more consistent, just more consistency off the bench. It's more, it's more than just about your starting lineup. I agree. If you can't rely on people to come in and spark plug your offense, you're not going to have a lot of success in, in in the league. Yeah, I mean they're they're looking for somebody. Um, Oh, Damn. bless you. I know it wasn't a sneeze. Yeah. Um, and then I, I don't even know what they got coming up in the in the upcoming draft. I don't know where they pick, if they have any picks or anything like that. But uh, we did do a second mock draft talking about the lottery here. Hmm. So you guys get uh, round two of Poppy and Holman Sports Lab NBA mock draft. Yeah, this is this is this is going to be the final installment. The uh, the NBA draft actually next week. It crept up upon us a lot faster than it did. While I'm looking this up, see when the Celtics draft. Oh, Pulling this up. I already have it up. I already have it up in front of me. Um, I don't remember exactly what we ended up doing last the last time that we did this. I remember some of the picks, but not all of them. I know our one and two is different this time around. Um, with the first pick in the NBA draft, we think Jabari Smith's going to go number one overall. Um, he's a guy who gives who will give Orlando some a lot of good defensive play and he's a good and he's a good spacer on the floor as well. He shot pretty well from 3 when he was at Auburn. Um so all the versatility. I think they'll end up taking somebody who's a little bit more surefire, who's somebody you know you're going to get production out of from day 1. Um so that was the that was the reasoning behind Jabari Smith going number 1. Um Holman, any thoughts behind that? No, I agree. I th- I think he uh he he definitely is going to be the number one pick. Boston does not have a pick until 53. Hmm. Okay. And uh, according to this this place, they have him taking Julian Champagne. <sighs> Small forward, junior out of St. John's. Hmm. Yeah. Good to tell you. Um, moving on to the second pick in the draft, uh, we have Chet Holmgren number, going number two to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, if I'm the Thunder, I'm sprinting to the podium with this pick. That's a steal. I mean, he, so Chet, Holm, Chet Holmgren, I did a little bit of research as far as this goes, so hold on to your socks. Uh, last year, last year during his freshman season, Chet Holmgren ranked in the 94th percentile for defensive efficiency in the country, and he was in the 99th percentile for offensive efficiency. So the Oklahoma City Thunder, they would be getting somebody who's very, very well-versed on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. Um. The only thing is, for somebody that is seven feet tall, you need him to beef out a little bit more. Yeah, what did they have him lifted at? Is one ninety five? Right. I'm five nine and one eighty. Right. He's seven foot one ninety five. Yep. So got to beef mean, up a little bit there, homeboy. He, he needs to fill out a little bit more. He has a very very similar build to KD. Yeah. Um. I was curious what KD weighs. KD's probably up over two hundred now at this point. I'm sure he is. I'm just curious. I'm gonna look. Yeah. Up. Um, while Holman's looking that up, uh, the number three pick in the NBA draft, we have the Houston Rockets taking Paolo Banchero. Find it. Uh, da, 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 da. nope. Okay, not yet. Hold on. One momento. Oh, you can keep going. Okay. Um. So, so this one kind of makes a whole lot more sense, especially after the trade that just happened recently here in the NBA. The Houston Rockets dealt Christian Wood, who was their who was their 
star power forward to the uh, to the uh, Mavs for a couple pieces and a pick. Um, so I mean, this almost this is just a this just makes a lot of sense for them. They're both very 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 similar type players. Paolo Banchero is a little bit better offensively, and Christian Woods a little bit better defensively. But this helps with um, this helps keep the status quo as far as the um, as far as start, starting lineup goes. You don't have to really change things around. Just insert this guy right in there, and then Jalen Green plus Paolo, Paolo Banchero. Those are two really really good offensive pieces that I think Houston would just be absolutely thrilled with. Absolutely. So I found I figured it out. KD is two hundred and forty pounds. That can't be right. Yeah, right. That's This is what it says. My ass. I swear to you, this is what basketballreference.com says. My fucking dick. It also, <laughs> it also has his nicknames. Durantula, we knew that. KD, we knew that. Slim Reaper, we knew that. Easy Money Sniper, we knew that. Do you know that another one of his nicknames is called The Servant? One of his burner accounts had to have made that one up. What about Green Room? I don't even know what the fuck that means. What does that even mean, Kobe Bryant? <laughs> the fuck does that even mean, Kobe Bryant? <laughs> same, different beast and the same animal. Different animal and the same beast. That's it. Are there you it a different is. animal and, and the, the same, same beast? beast? What the fuck does that even mean, Kobe Bryant? Thank you. No, he says you're welcome. You're wow. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and Kanye turns to the guy next to him. He's like, "What the fuck is this guy talking about?" <laughs> 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 it's by far one of my favorite fucking things. Ever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, moving on to number four, uh, with Sacramento, they have some needs across the board. Um, yes, they had the Iron Fox. Yes, they had the Mata Sabonis. For those of you, for those of you who don't, who aren't as well versed as basketball in this, this may not make any fucking sense to you at all. But just listen, just, just, just listen. Just keep us out here. Yeah, just, just. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to convince you of anything. All I'm just trying, I'm, I'm trying to help you get hip to this beautiful sport called basketball. Watch it sometime. It's less beautiful now than it was, but it's still beautiful. <sighs> okay. I said what I said. I, I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean, but anyway. The NBA is hard to watch? Well, don't tell that to the viewers. <laughs> they know! Well, sh- shut up. But with with Sacramento, they could go in a lot of different options. Uh, we actually have them kind of um, kind of reaching a little bit. From the G League Ignite, we have them taking Dyson Daniels. This is a guy who's been flying up draft boards um, based on the way that he that the way that he played when he was at G League Ignite, and also the way he performed at the Combine. Six mm-hmm. six. He's listed as. They had him playing point guard, but he was at the G League G League Ignite. He's probably going to translate to a two or a three when he gets to the next level. But that's a guy who's very, very good defensively. He's very good. He's very good with handling, like hand, handling the rock. He can create his own shots. Mm-hmm. That's something that you look for a wing player in the modern day NBA. Absolutely. Um, his and there's tons of upside with him. Um, a lot of people really think he's only scratching the surface with it. Um, so number four, it's not out of the it's not out of the realm of possibility. But really, any of the next three names that I mentioned from here on out, they could have gone number four as well. Could have, yeah, for sure. Um. But that was our rationale behind Dyson Daniels. Uh, number five, we have Shaden Sharp going to Detroit. Um, this is something that this guy probably has the biggest question mark around him heading into the NBA draft. This guy was the number one rated recruit coming out of high school, and he committed to Kentucky. He was an early enroll mm. at Kentucky, and he never played. 
the thought was he was going to stick around and he was going to and he was going to be a part of be a part of the team next year. And if that was the case, Kentucky probably would have been a really really big favorite for the national title. There was also some rumor that he was going to play during this NCAA tournament. He didn't. Um, but he said he was going to stick around. He's actually he's actually going to the NBA draft. There's a lot of talent there. There's a lot of upside. But he hasn't played any competitive basketball since he was at the Elite Youth Basketball League, um, which is sponsored by Nike for amateur athletes. Yeah. For high school athletes. Um, so that was the last competitive basketball that he played. So he's a really, really good shooter. He's a pretty good defender as well. Again, he's six six. He's listed as a two, but in the modern NBA, you can play him one through four, really, depending depending on what you're trying to do. Yeah, you might you can go with the small ball lineup and, and probably play him at the four. Yeah, and 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 Detroit they they have it they have a need for shooting guard. They mm-hmm. have Sadiq Bay playing the three. They have Isaiah Stewart playing the five. They just traded for Marvin Bagley, who's a, who's a, who's their power forward. And then they have Killian Hayes and Cade Cunningham, who Cade was the number one pick overall last year in the NBA draft. Yep. They both have him at point. The two guard is really up in the air. So that is our rationale behind, rationale behind that. Yep, absolutely. That's all I got to add. I pretty, uh, I, you I, have I, the I, list I, in front I, of you. I pretty much hit everything as well. Yeah, I also would probably power through some of the rest of these. I'm, I'd, I, yeah. I'd, I'd give like a good in-depth for five and maybe a few here and there because we're I'll be honest with you, we're we're cruising on 50 minutes here. Already? Yeah. Well, the intro is fucking 20 minutes long. I know. Uh, it's okay. Um, number six, we have uh, Keegan Murray going to Indiana. They had a need for front court for front court, um, so it makes sense for them. Both their power forwards are gonna are projected to be free agents, so it doesn't hurt to add another one. No. Even, even if you hold on to both of them, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. Um. This is a guy who a lot, who people are very very high on. A lot of people actually have him as the number one rated prospect, but we have him dropping a little bit just because of knees elsewhere. Jaden Ivey going number seven to the uh, Portland Trailblazers. Jaden Ivey is a point guard. Damian Lillard is a point guard. You can you can play Jaden Ivey at the two though. Yes, you can put him at the two. You can put Anthony, um, Anthony Simons at the three, and kind of have a really really good offensive backcourt. Yeah, losing McCollum, uh, well, not losing, but trading McCollum, it's kind of a little bit of an opening there. Also, you kind of know what you don't know what Dame's doing, so it's a little bit of a mm-hmm. contingency plan as well. So it's a little bit of uh, it's a little bit of now and later. Yep. If Damian Lillard decides to request a trade, they have this guy who could be a could be a potential star in the NBA. Not going to go on a limb and say that now, but what what has people really excited is his progression from year from his freshman season to his sophomore season. Yeah, he jumped his points per game scoring by six. Assists by like three or four, and his re- his efficiency across the board got a lot better. Yeah. Um. So Jaden Ivey going to number seven, number eight. We have AJ Griffin going to the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. He's a real good three and D player. New Orleans really struggled with three point shots last year. Um. So he he would be a really really good wing presence for them. Um. Ninth, we have Jalen Duran going to the San Antonio Spurs. They need a big man. Yeah. They need. Um, so that was just a match made in heaven. On the flip side of that, number ten, we have Ty Ty Washington going to the um, Ty Ty Washington Jr. going to the Washington Wizards. Um, I said on the flip side because the Wizards need a point guard very very badly. Yeah, they they need somebody to help Bradley be on the front court. Uh yeah. So taking a point guard there just it, it makes a lot of sense for the Wizards. Um, number eleven, we had this is kind of like a best a best possible scenario uh, kind of deal for the Knicks. We have them taking uh, Dar- Jeremy Sochan. From, I don't know if I'm saying his last name correctly, so if I'm not, I apologize. Um, 
But uh, power forward from Baylor. We have him going 11th to the Knicks. Um, this guy's name I can't I can't pronounce properly. But with their second pick in the first round, the Oklahoma City Thunder takes Benedict. I'm not looking at his name. I'm sorry, brother. Um, Mathern. Yeah, Benedict Mathern. That's Matherin. it. Matherin. Something, some of that. But he's a he's he's a forward from Arizona. Again, he's he's really labeled as a three and D player, but he has, he does a lot of things really really well as well. Again, this is a this is a best player available for the Oklahoma City Thunder. It's a young team. They're just trying to acquire assets now at this point. See who works out. See who doesn't work out. They have a ton of a they have a ton of picks to experiment with. Yes, they do. They really do. They can they can afford to take a chance on some guys who may not be as well known. Um, so. Really, this pick could be anybody for them. If they fall in love with somebody who's really, really high potential, boom, there you go. Yeah. If, if they just want to go best available, boom, they have that too. Yeah. Um, and number 13, going to the New Orleans, or New Orleans, Charlotte Hornets, um, we have Ochai Obaji. Did I say his first name right? Yes. Okay. 6'6 uh, sophomore, or 6'6 senior from Kansas. Um, just won the national title. He's a good experienced player can step in right away and, and contribute right away for the, uh, for the Hornets. So that would be a good pick for them. Yeah. I think he averaged like 18, uh, 18 a game for, uh, for Kansas last yep. year. And, and he, he can help new, um, I keep wanting to say new Orleans. He can help Charlotte get out from the bad contract of Gordon Hayward. Mm-hmm. They're paying him $30 million over the next two years. That's way over. They're way, way overpaying for him. Oh yeah. Way over. So that, that can help you move on from Gordon Hayward as well. And then to round out the lottery, um, we have Johnny Davis going to the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's a shooting guard from Wisconsin. Um, it's good. kind of the only need they really have. Yep. Uh, I mean, Karis LeVert's a good scorer. Colin Sexton's still coming back from his injury. Yeah. So he's a really, really good three-point sniper. That's what he did when he was at Wisconsin. He did a lot when he was at Wisconsin. He was really their, he was really their number one guy. True. Um, so he'll be able to um, step in there. Give them, give Cleveland some three point shooting. Which if they maybe if they had it, they would be playing in the playoffs this year. I don't know. They, I don't know how much noise how much noise they would have made, but that, that's a team that's a team that's up and coming. Yeah, they're on the rise. You better, you got to look out for them in the next couple couple years. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Exactly. They could have made the playoffs, and now or and now here they are. They're getting a really really quality player at number fourteen. I think if they get Johnny Davis there, I think they're I think they're yeah they're over the moon. Yep, yeah, they're over the moon, man. I agree. Um. So there's another championship series going on right now um, in hockey. The uh, the Stanley Cup uh, championships here. We and, just uh, really went right into the next one, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Um, so game one was, I believe, Wednesday night. Uh, regardless, game two was on Saturday. But game one was in Colorado. It is Colorado versus Tampa Bay. And Colorado ended up winning 4-3 to three in overtime. <laughs> Um, I don't know if you caught any of this or anything like that. Um, Colorado came out hot. They scored quickly. I, I want to say it was honest. Honestly, I, I want to say it was in the first two minutes of the game. Really? Yeah. I mean, they, they came out. They came out super hot. Um, scored quickly. Um, and uh, they ended up going up two zero. And uh, then Tampa Bay scored one. Uh, it was two to one. Let's see here. Uh, da 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 da. Come on, Scott. I don't want the play-by-play. I just want the scoring plays. There's gotta, there's gotta be something for this. Um, 
Anyway, Colorado went up 2-0. Tampa Bay scored, um, and then it was uh, 2-1. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, there's no way. 7-47? 7-47, I guess, in. They scored. It was 1-0. Uh, 9-23, 2-0, then it was 2-1. Uh, Lekkonen then scored on a <laughs> on a two man advantage. Yeah, Tampa Bay fell apart. Um, went up three one. Tampa Bay ended up scoring two in the second period, tying it up three three. Nobody scored in the third, and then um, Burakovsky scored on a rebound shot in overtime. Burakovsky scored the game winner. Yeah. I didn't know that. Damn, yep. man. I miss him playing for the Caps. Yeah. He uh he scored the rebound shot in overtime to uh to send it. Hit the little uh like air guitar skating towards center ice after he made it. Damn. How cool is that? Good for him, man. I was really disappointed when when the Capitals traded away Andre Burakovsky. <laughs> yeah. Um I know this Stanley Cup finals it's going to be really really good. It's going to be a good series. There's a man. lot of star power. Um of course Tampa Bay is a two-time defending champion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it's funny. Nobody gives them shit for winning a for winning a COVID cup. Yeah, but the, everybody gives LeBron shit. Whatever, not important. It is what it is. It it it, it is what it is. They but, hate that he's great, right? But they're they're the two-time two-time defending champs. Colorado's a baller team. Colorado has a lot of star power over there on that side. Yeah, but, they do. I think the difference is really going to come down to goaltending, which goalie is going to show up more consistently. Oh. And right now, Tampa Bay has a guy. His name is escaping me. Uh, it's Russian. I know that. Yes. But they have a guy who's on the fast track to, I think, uh, the Hall of Fame. Why is his name escaping me? It should not be escaping me right now. Um. It's it's he's such a big name um in hockey too uh da, 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 da. let's see I can't I it, oh I can't pronounce it's Vasilevsky Vasilevsky yeah yeah yep Andre Vasilevsky now you say it it makes perfect sense it's in my brain now he's a baller man yeah he's uh, even uh. Dude from Colorado at the end of, I want to say it was the first period, they did an interview with him. He's like, he's like, look, this is what we have to do. We have to put a lot of goals on him. We have to put a lot of shots on him. Some are going to fall. Most of them aren't. Andre Vasilevsky is one of the best goalies, if not the best goalie. Hmm? I mean, I mean, he, he just said that. They're in the Stanley Cup. He didn't even like say one of the best and like say our goalie's the best. I mean, he openly admitted Andre Vasilevsky is the best goalie. I mean, he... <sighs> When did he get drafted? Couldn't tell you. I, ju- I, I, I was literally just on him. He's, he's young. Uh, he was drafted in 2012. He's been playing with Tampa Bay since 2010. He's really started coming into his own here late, lately. Um, he's not as young as I thought. He looks young. I know. Um, but, I mean, like, Vesna Trophy, which... Um, Goes to the best goalie. He's been the goalie for a back-to-back Stanley Cup champion team, and now they're competing for their third. Yeah. You just don't do that with just good offense. Yep. You have to have the goalie. I'm not 100% sure of the name of Colorado's goalie. Couldn't tell you. Um, uh, 
I could not tell you. Colorado Avalanche. Let's see. Oh, Pavel. Um, Frank Hughes. Uh, something like that. Yeah, he's from the Czech Republic. Um, but I mean, that was just, that, that was, was a good slap. Yeah, those. Yeah, I I don't I don't know what to say about that. But um, but it's it, this this whole series is really going to come down to which goaltender ends up playing better, more consistently. Yep, I agree. Um, I mean, I mean, who knows? Pavel could end up playing, could end up playing Vas- Vasilevsky. Um, I just butchered his name. I know Vasilevsky. I Vasilevsky. I said it was like a P. You did. You threw, threw a little PP in there. Ooh, <laughs> you see what I did there? I did, yes. Um, yeah. I'm proud of that one. But yeah, game two tomorrow night. It'll be very exciting. Yep. I plan on watching, depending on what I'm doing with my, saying it now, my girlfriend next weekend, or ne- not next weekend, tomorrow. <laughs> Depend, depending on what we end up doing tomorrow, I would like to watch the game. I don't know if it'll work out, though. I'll probably forget about it. You probably will. Yeah. Um, this is something I just wanted to touch on real, real, real quick. Um, there is one other kind of championship kind of thing going on. Um, college baseball is going on. College World Series. Um, they are in Omaha now. Um, so they're down to eight teams, two brackets. Bracket one, we have Texas A&M, Texas, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma played Texas A&M earlier today. Oklahoma actually beat them. Um, and then in bracket number two, we have Stanford, Auburn, Arkansas, and Ole Miss. Um, oh, as of right now, let's see. Oklahoma and Texas A&M um, are the only teams that have played. Notre Dame and Texas play tonight. And then it looks like bracket two plays tomorrow. So um, it is double elimination. Um, so Oklahoma started off very, very strong. They'll play the winner of Texas and Notre Dame. And then the winner of that will play the winner of the losers game hmm. to go to the College World Series championship. Yeah. Um, so good on those teams. Little, uh, just wanted to throw a little something out there, uh, just because Oklahoma's playing. Of course you did. Of course I did. Piece of shit. Yeah, I know. I'm, I am a piece of shit. I am who I am, though. Deal with it. Uh, sticking with the whole baseball thing we got going on here, um, dude. Pitcher, pitchers in the MLB been uh, been getting after it lately, huh? Yeah, so I don't know the exact number of it, um, but there's been a few pitchers who have been close to like no no hitters and perfect games. Yeah, only to get broken up in the ninth. Yeah, I want to say it was uh, it was a do for the Angels. Um, he was eight and two thirds in, and and then gave up a ground rule double with that, two outs and two strikes. That uh, yeah, that blew his uh no hitter. Yep. Uh, I know the Yankees, they've been close twice now. I know, I want to say Garrett Cole carried a perfect game into the eighth. Doesn't shock me. Garrett Cole's a stud. Yeah, he's a freak. I hate the Yankees, but Garrett Cole's a stud. And then last, last night, I can't remember the exact name of the pitcher, but he had a no-hitter going, and he had a no-hitter going with two outs left in the ninth. And do, then... Do you remember what team it was? Whoever the Angels played last night. Mariners. Okay. I don't know who the pitcher was. They won. The Angels won. Hold up. Angels won 4-1. to Last night. Damn. Yep. Then maybe this didn't happen last night. Uh, yeah. I know the Angels pitcher, I think it was on Wednesday. <laughs> 
Well, regardless, the Angels were close to being no hit until Shohei Otani hit a triple. Maybe it was against the Dodgers on Wednesday. Could have been. Uh, yeah, the Dodgers only had two hits in that game. Huh. And the Angels only had two hits. So it was probably that game. Probably was. Let's see. Yep, it was Otani. Uh, struck out, struck out. Yep, tripled to deep right, and then um, Duffy, uh, in the ninth, singled and scored Otani. So that makes sense. Yeah, that yep. would make sense. Yep, that was their two hits, and they both came in the ninth. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, at that point, <laughs> they're into the ninth. Dodgers but, pitcher. But, I mean, pitchers, pitchers have really been dealing lately. Um. Lot, a lot of quality outings have been have been had, and a lot of, and the bat, bats are starting to heat up too. Yeah, baseball is starting to starting to get entertaining again. Yeah, starting uh, starting to. Tyler Anderson was the pitcher for the Dodgers in the game. He ended up going uh, eight and a third with one hit, one earned run, two walks, and eight strikeouts through 123 total pitches. Holy tits! Yeah, that's a lot. 78 strikes though. Can't so. beat that. And then they just brought in Craig Kimbrell. So for. Uh, just slam, two outs. slam the door. Yeah. yeah, just slam the door on. Say fuck you. We're better. Um, and then and then something. This is this is more so local news. Um, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's been keeping up with it or not. But the Angelos family, who's the current owner of the Orioles, um, there's actually a lawsuit going on between the younger brother. The younger brother is suing the older brother, the older of the two, and their mother because he felt like he was cut out of decision making for the Orioles when Peter, the longtime owner of the Orioles, had to step had to step aside due to health reasons. Yep. So that is something that is going on. Um there's a lot of speculation surrounding the Orioles with possibly moving. Um I don't know if you saw it or not, but the Orioles actually the uh, the the current chairman of the Orioles who I think is John Angelos, came out and uh, made a public statement saying, I know there's been a lot of rumors about this. I've heard the rumors. I just want everybody, I just want all of Baltimore, all of baseball, the players, the coaches, the fans, the fans, everybody. As he's, he's like, I've said it once. I will say it again. As long as Fort McHenry is still sitting in Baltimore, so will the Orioles. There it is. I knew they weren't leaving. No. I, mean, I, I, I didn't have a doubt. I mean, N- N- Nashville is the place that the Orioles have been linked to. Yeah, it's been talked about. It's been talked about for years, though. And it's, been, it's been talked about for a while. Nashville really, really wants a baseball team, but Baltimore has four things. Really good crabs. Really good football. Really high crime rate. And a love for baseball. Yep. That pretty much sums up Baltimore. <laughs> that sums up Baltimore. That pretty much sums up Baltimore. Uh, I'm not forgetting a lot. No? Homelessness. That's too sad to think about. I don't want to think about that. Yeah, pretty much nailed Baltimore. A dirty harbor. I love Baltimore, though. Love, I, uh, love Baltimore, though. Love Baltimore. Love that, that mess. I love that fucking mess. It's tox- It's a toxic relationship. Ah, God damn it, do I love it. It's it's a toxic relationship that you know you should go nowhere near it, but it's just... I know it's bad for me. 
I just can't oh, get enough oh, of oh, it. Oh, hell yeah. Can't get enough of it. It's like the girlfriend who, who, who keeps your car, but then like you're like, I should really stay away from her. But then you get the, hey, you up text at like 2 a.m. You're like, ah, son of a bitch. What's up, big head? <laughs> What's up, big head? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you, just, and you just have to go just real quick. One, two, three. Boom. Done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like I just had an epiphany there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. I thought I'd have some fun with that one. Yeah. God bless America. I mean Baltimore, you are you are a mess. You are a treasure. <laughs> you are a treasure. Never change. But please. damn it too, I love you. Never change. I can't wait for Ravens games. Ah oh, God, I can't wait for you to just put a ring on Lamar Jackson's finger. I said what I said. Okay. I feel like it's a pretty good uh little transition there, what do you think? <sighs> Between what? OTA violations or just on Watson? Or just football in general? <laughs> football in general. Okay, so um so there's so there's actually been a lot of violations going on with OTAs. Three teams. Oh huh. teams. <laughs> I have like I have like I have like a nasal thing going on. It's bothering the hell out of me. <laughs> but uh three teams have committed OTA violations. So I didn't know this. I don't know if you know this, but all teams are actually required to film all of OTAs. Set it off to the league, and they review it to see if they're being if they're being too physical. Because there, there's a rule on how much physicality can go on during OTAs. Did you know that? Uh, no, but it makes sense. Right. So three teams have now been found guilty of OTA violations. The Texans are one of them. Idiots. This is the first time they've been found guilty of it. Lovey Smith was fined fifty thousand dollars, and they're losing two days of OTAs next season. Damn, so they get a one they get a one day OTA? No. Cause OTAs are only three days. Mandatory minicamp's only three days. But it's three weeks. It's, it's different sessions. Mm. Anyway. Whack. The Dallas Cowboys. Idiots. And the Washington Commanders. Idiots. For the second year in a row have committed OTA violations. Come on, Ron. Ron Rivera actually had offensive linemen engaging in one-on-one drills. Well, technically, commanders have only broken it once. Okay, jackass. <laughs> Being a dick. Okay. But Riverboat Ron and Mike McCarthy have both been fined $100,000, and they're losing a week of OTAs. Mike McCarthy's going to fuck around and be fired. I know. I love it. What an idiot. I love it. Good. So, yeah. OTA violations are just choice. Just be better, guys. Come on. I mean, you don't have your players beating the hell out of each other. Like, I don't know if this is that hard. They're, they're, they're like war crimes. You know you shouldn't be doing it, but people are watching, and you've already made it this far, so you might as well just keep going. That was a really bad analogy. Wow. Yeah. That was... That was something. I don't really know what to say to that. That was a really bad analogy. I, kinda, I, I do apologize. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, that wasn't a good one. Well, let's be nice. Let's be nice. We don't have to go there. I mean, you're not wrong, but you didn't have to say it. I mean, good Lord. How was that? I'll give it to you. All right. Well, we're talking about uh, things that are wrong. <laughs> that was a good transition. Sean Watson. This, so, <clears throat> this is turning into, this might be the worst look the league has had, I think since maybe Michael Vick. 
Yeah. Since since the whole Michael Vick thing, let's let's talk about it a little bit, and then I have something up from CBS Sports from three hours ago. So, oh, yeah, I think I see what it is as well. Yep, I'm look, looking at it right now. Anyway, um, so we've talked about it once before. Deshaun Watson is currently is currently being investigated for not criminal but civil suits filed against him from massage therapist, massage therapists plural, who are saying that he made them engage in sexual activities that they did not consent to. Yeah, he has previously faced 24 uh, criminal, criminal charges, criminal charges, which he was not indicted on, which is why he is now um, facing 24 civil lawsuits. Yep. So, so once he was found not guilty of the criminal charges, very shortly thereafter... He was traded to the, Cle- to the Cleveland Browns, and he was given this massive contract. Yeah, that a lot of people were not very happy about. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, this guy just got paid two hundred thirty million dollars after he was found not guilty of all the of all of all the, of all those charges that he's that, that were alleged against him. Yeah. So I think a big thing was is that the the Browns said, "Okay, this is all put out there. You give us nothing but transparency, we'll help you." Well, like, we'll weather the storm with you. We want you to be our quarterback. Uh-huh. Whatever the result is, we're going to accept it. You're going to accept it. We're, we're going to win a championship. And we're going to move on. Whatever it was that happened, we don't want to know the specifics. We just want to move on. We want you as our quarterback. We're going to give you this lump, lump sum, probably because they knew he was facing some some criminal or some, some civil charges, and he knew we might have to pay some people off. <sighs> right. I feel like... I. I don't know, but I feel like that may have persuaded some shit. You're probably correct. Probably I think correct. it's safe to assume, given the circumstances, based off the context clues that were given, I feel like it's not an unreasonable assumption. Right. So now, as of recently, this all happened within the last week. There's been a report from the New York Times that have came out, and it, it, a um, a reporter whose name I'm esca- who's escaping me. I can't think of who of what of what her name is that did all the investigation. But she found out that the Houston Texans had a standing room at the Houstonian, which is a pretty well-to-do hotel in the city of Houston. They had a standing room for Deshaun Watson that was in the name of a trainer, I believe. Okay. Now, that's very explainable. Deshaun Watson is, from, is not from Houston, Texas. He has family who might want to come in. They'll stay in the room. What the really concerning part is, is that based on the research that the reporter did, she is she found that there have been over sixty masseuses who have given Deshaun Watson a massage. Damn, she got receipts too. I found the article. Oh, you found it? Yeah, I'm trying to find uh, the name of uh, Jenny Vrentes is the sports reporter working on Enterprise Investigations. Prior to joining the Times, she was a senior writer at Sports Illustrated covering the NFL. There it is. So that's a pretty credible source. Yes. Dude, she's got fucking receipts on this article, too. I do suggest that you guys um, go and look this out if you're interested. Yeah, if, if, if you're interested in seeing exactly what, what, her, investiga- what her investigation turned up, definitely, definitely check it out. I haven't read it yet. I plan on reading it. Um, but that's over, 40, that's over 40 masseuses that the Cleveland Browns had no idea about. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, this is all alleged. Well, 
so so I, so Deshaun Watson getting a massage from sixty six different masseuses. There's nothing illegal about that, but the fact that twenty five of them are claiming sexual are suing him for sexual misconduct is alarming. Yeah, it was twenty four, and then and then and then a twenty a twenty fifth has came out. Yes. I believe he's up to 28 or 29 now. The number has risen since. I mean, it just keeps getting worse. Yeah, it's, it's, it's turning into a really, really bad situation. I, I, I say this is the worst to look the, the league has looked since the whole Michael Vick thing. Of course, Michael Vick was tried and convicted for animal cruelty. Yes. Um, that was a very, very bad time for the NFL. Mm-hmm. One, of their, one of their marquee stars being convicted of animal cruelty. All parties have moved on at this point now. The, like, um, the American Humane Society has even forgiven Michael Vick for what for what has gone on. He served his time. He's reformed himself. He's paid his dues. Absolutely. What he did was wrong. We all know it. Yep, he knows it. He'll be the first person to say it. Everything, everything's, every, everything has eventually worked itself out. Yes. But what is going on with the Shaw Watson is just unspeakable, man. Yeah, I mean, dude. So, like, like we said, we're I think we're up to twenty eight or twenty nine now. This uh, this lady from the New York Times alleged that there's sixty six women. So if we're at twenty nine. What is that? Thirty seven left. Mm-hmm. That means there's thirty seven women that whose whose stories have not been told for one reason or another, according to this reporter from the New York Times. Correct. Now, granted, like I said, I was scrolling through. I didn't read the article. I was scrolling through, and I'm like, damn, there's screenshots. There's screenshots. There's that. Like, like she brought receipts. Yeah. Like she, <laughs> she did her fucking research. Shout out to her. Yeah. Um, dude. I mean, it's yeah. It's it really is just a terrible, terrible, terrible look. Um, for the NFL, like you said. I mean, <laughs> we were talking a little bit earlier. There's guys like, um, like Ben Roethlisberger. Who only got a four game suspension? There's guys for, like for allegedly raping somebody. Yes, there's guys like Calvin Ridley that are not touching the field this season for betting fifteen hundred dollars. Granted, he did break the rules and he does deserve a suspension. But when you weigh what Deshaun Watson has allegedly done and what Calvin Ridley did, Calvin Ridley lost fifteen hundred dollars of his own money. Yeah. Granted, he did break the rules doing so, but it was fifteen hundred dollars. He didn't hurt anybody. I mean, dude, Colin, Colin Kaepernick took a, took a knee during national anthems. He's now been blackballed by the NFL. Yeah. Earl Thomas cheated on his wife. He's been blackballed or che- cheated on he cheated on his wife and ha- and he's also I, fucked up in the head, but that's beside the point. I, yeah, didn't didn't he also like get into like a domestic altercation? I don't With know. With her if, as well. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know if he necessarily hit her, but I think he was like yelling and like breaking stuff and the cops came. Yeah. If memory serves me correctly and I very well could be wrong about that it's been a few years he's now been blackballed by the nfl yes ray rice was on video punching his wife in the face he's been blackballed by the nfl yes none of this none of what they did let me make sure let me make sure i'm saying this correctly i'm 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 trying i'm trying to pick pick my words carefully here all are bad all all are bad but now here's this guy who the Cleveland Browns gave this massive extension to, who they said they had done their due diligence on. And now more information continues to come up. Day by day. Day by day. We said it earlier, the Browns are going to be the Browns. Bad teams make bad decisions. Bad teams make bad decisions. 
You should have done more research on this. You should have said to Deshaun Watson, hey, what else are you not fucking telling people? There's something. Whatever, like, whatever we need to know, you got to tell us right fucking now if this is going to work out. There's got to be a cl- there's got to be a clause in that contract that lets them back out of it. Not after two years. He, they have to get through two years and then they can back out. Then I believe they can. That was according to an interview that Pat McAfee was doing with somebody who's very very who's well to do with NFL contracts and everything like that. Okay. The first two years. Total protection for Deshaun for Deshaun Watson. I think wow. his I think his I think his team negotiated that into the deal. Oh my god, dude! I can't believe Cleveland did that to themselves. I mean, I can't. I, I can't believe it though. But I agree with you, and I I think I know what you were trying to say, and I think everybody knows what you were trying right. to say. We don't condone any of those actions of mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger of Calvin Ridley. Granted, that I don't think that one's that that atrocious. You and I do what Calvin Ridley did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like I lose fifteen hundred dollars sports betting as well. It's okay, Calvin. I'm with you. It's 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 okay, bud. I've been there. I've done that. <laughs> Bingo. Um, we don't condone what Kareem Hunt did. What um what Greg Hardy did, what Earl Thomas did. We don't condone what Ray Rice did. None of that. We don't condone what Michael Vick did. None. Absolutely zero. There's not, it's no tolerance policy. No tolerance policy. But when you kind of look at what Deshaun Watson has allegedly done, once again, it is all alleged. Dude, it's, it's, it's just really, really hard to, to hold a flame to this. It like, it's, Sixty-six women you have allegedly violated. See, and this kind of ties into the to 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 like a laughable moment type of deal. Not laughable because it's actually funny. Laughable because I can't believe he actually said this. His lawyer, Deshaun Watson's lawyer. Oh my gosh! Yeah, what said, the fuck? Said that happy endings after a massage are not illegal as long as you don't pay extra for them. As long as you don't pay extra for them. Granted, God, he, he then went on. A, he then went on an, an interview on the radio and said, "I was not referring to Deshaun's specific example to him specifically. I was speaking more in the hypothetical." But then again, at the same time, why would you say that in general? Why put it out there? There's no. What are you adding? Exactly. What What are you adding for it? Look, look I'll give you credit. If you're getting a massage and you can get the and you can get the masseuse to tug you off, good on you, buddy. <laughs> Good on you. But the fact that you said it in an interview that it's not illegal while your client what? is under investigation. Thank you. Like, what are you fucking thinking? You're an absolute moron. You are a moron. Why would you say something like that? <laughs> like, like, what are you thinking? Clearly, you're not. Clearly, you're not. But, like, come on, buddy. Like, that's almost as bad as Amber Heard's lawyers. Right. Maybe they're from the same law firm. They I don't might, know. They might be. Have to be, right? Or at least the same law school. You know she you know you, you know she just got caught uh defaming Johnny Depp again. <laughs> and Johnny Johnny Depp would sue her again. I kinda hope he does. It was super I kinda, entertaining. I kinda hope he does too. But anyway, that we're That's we're, neither we're, here nor there. We're not, we're not we're not here to talk about that. But the fact of the matter is is that the Deshaun Watson incident with the NFL this is a really, really big deal. This is a PR nightmare. This is this is an absolute nightmare. And I know what you were about to say. It's the same thing that I'm looking at. They're they're considering at least 
a year suspension for Deshaun Watson. Yep. There's uh, there's been talks according to the Washington Post. Um, of course, this is on uh, CBS Sports. Um, this is their report um, from John Breach. So we got to give credit where it's due. Um, according to the Washington Post, the NFL is going to argue that Watson deserves a quote unquote significant suspension. Watson is currently facing 24 civil lawsuits that include allegations ranging from sexual misconduct to sexual assault. Although Watson wasn't facing any criminal charges from the cases, two different grand juries in Texas have declined to press charges. He can still be punished by the league for violating the personal conduct miss policy. So that's where the suspension is coming in. Yep. Yeah, I mean, so a significant suspension. Suspension. So so probably. According to the New York Post an hour ago, he's probably facing a one-year ban from the NFL. Yeah, I mean, the next paragraph in this article from CBS Sports, a person in Watson's camp told the Post that the NFL will likely argue that Watson deserves to be suspended for at least one full season. However, the Post did not note that it's difficult to predict what the length of the suspension might look like, but that's the NFL that, but that the NFL will almost certainly argue that it needs to be significant in length. So... This is the big thing. Deshaun Watson has to be made an example of. Whenever somebody breaks league rules, they have to be made, they have to be made an example of. Case in point, Calvin Ridley, while he was away from the team due to his own personal reasons, decided to throw a parlay and include the Falcons on that parlay. He got caught. He was suspended for a year. He was made an example of. Yeah. Team players are not going to bet on their own fucking team anymore. This is what I don't get. Calvin Ridley did something that is legal by law and harmless. And harmless. You are, I believe, in the state of Georgia, you are allowed to bet on sports in Georgia. Just according to league rules, you are not allowed to place bets on your own team. Let's see. Sports betting is currently only available in the states below. Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, Michigan, uh, Mohegan Reservation in Connecticut, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, West Virginia, Virginia, and Wyoming. Okay, so that list is wrong because Maryland you're allowed to as well. Well, this is according to FanDuel. Okay. But that's the biggest sports book in America. That's also online. True. Like, like, fan, like FanDuel is, or, either way, not important. But, Regardless, Calvin Ridley is a very, very well-to-do person because of, it, because of his status in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He can afford to travel to another state yep. in order to bet on sports. Sure. Very, very easy. I would travel to Pennsylvania to go bet on sports. I would travel to West Virginia to go bet on sports. It's not very hard to get there. I've done both. I've done both. Um, he got a one-year suspension for doing that. If Deshaun Watson gets a one-year suspension for this, the league will turn in to a laughing stock. Would you still watch it? I don't know. That's a tough question. It's a it's 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 a it's a very tough question because for me personally, I love watching the Ravens. I love watching the Ravens. I love watching Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah, I I, I really do. But then again, at the same time, I don't know if I could knowingly give money to a league. That allows that allowed somebody like this to only sit on the sideline for a year. 
yeah, when they, it's almost as if they view what Calvin Ridley did as worse than what Deshaun Watson is facing now. Like, like you, like you're, you're viewing 24, 24 civil lawsuits for sexual misconduct, sexual misconduct slash sexual assault in the same light as a $1,500 parlay. Think about that. Yeah. On the balance beam, they don't weigh even. Hell no. No, there's not a shot. Dude. I have a mom, I have a sister, I have a girlfriend. Dude, tw- I got, uh, mom, sister, girlfriend. F- Only thing I'm missing is a daughter. Friends, grandmother, like yeah. shit. Got everything but a daughter. I, yeah, I, 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 got it, I, I got it all, man. Like, what, whether it's true or not will we'll, we'll remain to be seen. That, that's not for us to speculate on. Yep. But if it does happen to be true and he only gets a one-year suspension... Oh, I'm pissed. I I would legitimately think about not watching the NFL. Because that could be that could that could be my family member. Could be. Yep. I don't, it's 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 a real it's a real bad look. I would heavily consider not watching the NFL <sighs> until Deshaun Watson's not in the league. Can I tell you something? If it was up to me, I would never let him see the field again. No, he shouldn't play football ever again. He should never be allowed to play football. No. 66? Come on, man. That's a lot. That is he, a lot. He should never be allowed to play football again. That's a lot of at That's le- a lot of allegations. At least sit him down for 2 years. Yep. At least. That's a lot, dude. 66. And at least make him sit sit on that sideline for two years and punish the fucking Browns by not letting them be exempt from his salary. I like that. Good, make him pay. And then I hope Baker Mayfield doesn't start for him. Because they didn't do their due diligence, due diligence when they said they did. They paid the man all this fucking money. More evidence against him has came out. They're just pouring out at this point, too. Oh, it's, it's, it's getting worse every day. It's pouring out. This was an hour ago. An unprecedented punishment. Yep. Unprecedented. Like, what's, what is the longest suspension in NFL history? Probably a season. It's probably a season. I, I can't imagine that they've punished anybody more. Longest suspension in NFL history. Um, they've suspended somebody for life. Ari Foles in 1925 for okay. Um, fixing a championship game. Well, also fair. Merle Haps Frank. Fletchcock in 47. I was going to say, all of these sound like they're before the 1950s. Yeah, they are. I, I feel like most people b- born before that were watching those uh, those people um, are probably not still watching Stan- the NFL. Is this the guy who killed somebody? Stanley Wilson? Couldn't tell you. Uh, what did he do? Oh, that's the guy who did cocaine before. For the Super Bowl. That's kind of cool. He got a life suspension. Dude, I mean, for shit's sakes, OJ um, Simpson uh, killed somebody. Right. And, and people kind of accept him in society now. 
granted, everyone still makes fun of him. It makes jokes about it. But um, somebody got suspended for marijuana, but didn't re- he didn't apply for reinstation. Josh Gordon's been suspended like six times for marijuana. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know if that counts for anything. So, uh, so I mean, there there have been life suspensions from the NFL. Yeah, before like the nineteen sixties. I mean, I mean, I mean, there have been some for after that. Oh, okay. Not a lot. There have been some. There's been some. Hmm. Um, indefinite. I don't know who that is. I'm trying to see. Indefinite Fred Davis. Who's this? What happened here? What did you do, Fred? This happened. This happened recently. Did it? Somewhat, yeah. Fred Davis. I know. It sounds really familiar, doesn't it? It does sound familiar. It's Fred Davis. Substance abuse policy. Come on, Fred. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, you, you got you got to do something, man. You, like, you just can't let this guy... You can't let this guy ever return to the NFL. No. You just can't. Fred Davis was with the Washington Redskins. That's that was, yeah, that was when he got suspended. Yep. Makes sense. Redskins tight end. Yeah. Yeah, you, I mean, you just, you, re, you, really, you really can't let this guy ever come back. I mean, we just got to wait and see what happens with it. Um, like I said, man, if they, if they don't give him at least a year suspension um, and they uphold Calvin Ridley's, because I think Calvin Ridley's going to eventually, um, like, challenge it. Yeah. Um, his suspension and appeal it. it. If they give him less than what they give Calvin Ridley, I will heavily consider not watching the NFL. Um, not talking about it, not giving them any of my money. I'll heavily consider it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it's such a bad look, man. It's, it, and it's, it's like, it's such a shame too. Like it's, uh, it's, it's a shame all around the board. Mm-hmm. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson was a very talented young quarterback. Um, he had a very bright future. Was probably going to eventually win a, a Super Bowl, um, and then it's, <laughs> dude, it's a shame that uh, allegedly sixty six women went through this. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. I mean, it's it it, it really is just awful. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think he's got to be he's got to be kicked off the tour. Thank you for trying to end that on a little bit more of a, more of a positive note. I was. I was trying to end it on a little bit more of a positive note because we're going to get the hell on out of here. Um, we dove into that about as much as we can. It's a disgusting topic, um, and I hope there's some uh, some closure coming soon for some people. And uh, the unfortunate thing is, I don't. I don't really think there is. Just because, I mean, like, like we said, it's been getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse every week. Yeah, and if it comes out that Sean Watson is guilty of this in any sort of way, shape, or form, hope he uh, gets the punishment he deserves for it. Yep, no other way, no other way around it. No other way around it. Um, like I said, I hope if if it really is sixty six women, I hope those sixty six women get the closure they need. Um, yeah, it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. So let's get on out of here. You got to go see your girlfriend. Yeah, I'm gonna go see my girlfriend. 
Might go work out. You've already worked out. I'm proud of you. Um, yes, sir. We can get back at it next week. Yep. Next week, we will dive back into uh, season projections. We will do the Ravens next week. Yep. I can, I, I can, I can, I can promise that. We will Maybe do we'll the- do the Browns, too, and they'll go 0-17. Well <laughs> Unless Baker Mayfield starts. He's not starting for the Browns. Could, no you, shot could you imagine if Baker Mayfield gets traded to the Panthers and wins MVP? Could you Im- <laughs> could you imagine if they start Baker Mayfield? He takes him to the playoffs, walks into the front office, kicks over the desk, and says, "I own this bitch now." And then proceeds to throw five interceptions in the next game. And oh. then proceeds to throw five interceptions the next game on purpose. And then cleans up the, the office because he's sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they'll kick him off the tour. <laughs> oh, There's God. no shot in the world that Baker Mayfield starts for that team this year. No, all oh, the way. Good luck, Jacoby. Hope you and Amari got a good connection because that's pretty much all you got. That's all you're going to get, yeah. That's all you're going to get. Hey, you, they re-signed Clowney. Good for them. That's You know Clowney only re-signed with them so he could play with Deshaun Watson. <laughs> whoops. <laughs> a little bit of a whoopsie-daisy there. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, let's get out of here. You go see your girlfriend. I'll go see mine. Holy cannoli. What a shit show. What a shit show. We'll get the hell out of here. Y'all have a good weekend. I'll see y'all next week. Thanks, guys.